guys, it's Tony. And Brandy. And we're back with another episode of Lips and Hips. Ew. Ew. That's right. Alright. So today we're going to be talking about what happened in Philadelphia a week ago. I'm not sure how many people heard about this because we live in Louisville. We, we didn't even hear about this until, you know, like earlier. And it's crazy to think that we didn't hear about it because this is a really big deal. So last week, there was another black man who was shot point blank in the middle of the street who was coming after police officers with a knife in his hand. And, you know, I mean, after being warned several times by policemen to put the knife down, they opened fire and they used deadly force. Violent protests broke out in a rain, like in a rage in Philadelphia that night, injuring over 30 officers, which seems to be the new trend now. Every time a situation turns fatal on an African American by a police officer, there will no doubt be harmful and maybe deadly protests. But I mean, there is a good reason why this is happening. I mean, people getting tired because like, yeah, I mean, because every other African-American who was killed by police officers this year was for unjust reasons that just weren't necessary. It was not necessary. So I expected to be, you know, just full on fucking breaking in stores, burning down buildings, you know, everything. I mean, it's it's the new norm. It really is a new normal situation. They got riots about, you know, the election. They got riots about Black Lives Matter. It's just riots going on all over the place. And I think the reason why we haven't heard about... is because the election. Yeah, the election is basically... <clears throat> Taking over the news. Yeah. I mean, we got two senile old men fighting over who's going to be president. And we got a 27-year-old guy shot in the middle of the street. So, I mean, there's a good reason for why this is happening. Even though it's a new trend and it sucks and it's crazy because people are dying, people are looting, people are robbing, people are burning shit down, people are tearing shit up, people are hurting other people. I mean, it's it's not a good trend, but it is for a good reason. Like, I mean, I don't know. All the other murders this year were unjust. Like, they, they just weren't necessary to happen. But this is a sad story, however. Like, I mean, it's got a twist to it because the 27-year-old, whose name was Walter Wallace Jr., was mentally ill like i mean he he was literally mentally ill he had problems in his head that he could not control that he was on medication for mm-hmm. so just before 4 p.m last monday officers responded to the call about a man with a knife in a predominantly black neighborhood in west philadelphia which i don't really know why it matters it's predominantly black because I lived in a predominantly black neighborhood my entire life, and I'm white, so does that make it a worse crime? Because 
it's just when the police are called to these certain type of neighborhoods, they handle the situation different. You know what I'm saying? Like if they're called to the hood, they're going to come there and just think like, oh, all this ghetto shit is going on. You know, they're going to act like that. But, you know, that's yeah, what no, it is. Then like my fucking 13 year old white ass just pops out on my bicycle yeah. on my little 10 speed. And they're like, oh, well, this ain't nothing. Just, you know. Cracker Jack yeah. ran through the neighbor's lawn on his bike. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you know, I mean, <laughs> so just before 4 p.m. last Monday, officers responded to a call about the man with a knife in a predominantly black neighborhood in West Philadelphia. And Wallace approached both officers. I mean, he, he really did. He approached both officers with a knife and they opened fire on him. You know, before rushing him to a nearby hospital where he later died. Which, I will say, as sad as it is that it's happened, the two policemen did have body cameras on. And the two policemen did put the guy in the back of a car and rush him to a hospital. I will also say that they did not have to shoot him as many times as they did. Because no. there's two officers and there's one fucking knife. I mean, so unless the guy's Rambo, like, just... They should have tasered him. They didn't have tasers. But, you know, that's their fight again. Because they, they showing up without shit they supposed to have. And we're going to get to that later. And it's funny. Well, it's not funny. But it's ironic, I guess, that you think about, like... You know, the people who shot Breonna Taylor right down the hill from us, I guarantee you they had tasers. But did they use tasers? I mean, tasers? No. They just opened fire. But they didn't have body cams. You know, it's like either the cop has a gun and a body cam, or the cop has a taser and no body cam, or the cop just has a gun and no taser or no body cam. I was at least... You know, as relieved as you could be in this situation that they actually had their body cameras on and, you know, they actually gave this guy a chance to put down his weapon and they actually threw him in the back of a cop car and tried to rush him to a hospital as fast as they could, which is way more than they gave Brown Taylor because they rushed their police officer in the back of a Ford F-150 straight to the hospital and just left her laying in the hallway bleeding to death. So there is a little bit of a of a upgrade. Yeah, but there's still a cycle. You know, that's yeah, there's the problem. A cycle. It's a cycle, you know. This is not the time, like, to be just going around just killing all these black people. Like, it's crazy because it just keeps happening. Like, this is something you hear about constantly over and over again it has to stop so philadelphia's police chief describes the situation to the press before the body cam footage was released of the shooting by saying that the man was warned multiple times by officers to put the knife down and put his hands up which he was and when wallace charged at the two cops they shot him the police chief also said that both cops on the scene 
were not carrying a non-lethal weapon such as tasers at the time that their guns were all they had. Okay, so I understand. Maybe you don't have a taser. You don't have a nightstick. You don't have a billy club. You don't have something you could smack this motherfucker on the head with. I mean, let, let's be real. You got two guys who are police officers with bulletproof vests on who have their nightsticks on them. You have one guy who's mentally insane with a knife. You would think that they would be smart enough to figure out a strategy to take this guy down and disarm him with a knife Mm -hmm. without just opening fire with like fucking 10 to 15 shots at one time to kill him on the spot, basically. Yeah, they were shooting to kill, for sure. And that's where they were wrong at. But... The worst part about it is I actually went to school to be a cop. I was studying criminal justice, and my teacher was an ex-cop, and he told me, he was like, when you become a cop, like, you do not shoot to wound, you shoot to kill. If you draw your gun out of your holster, then you are trying to kill the person that you're shooting at. Which, I don't agree with that. I mean, in not every situation, and not every case, do you need to kill a person. No, not when they got a knife and you you have a gun. You can shoot a person in the leg. You can shoot a person in the shoulder. You can shoot a person, you know, in the fucking foot, like Megan Thee Stallion. You know, I mean, you you can shoot somebody wherever and get them to stop moving. You know, I mean, hell, I lived in the ghetto when I was growing up. It wasn't probably about eight years ago. Um, I heard a bunch of shots fired one night, and there was this guy crying and screaming and yelling, and he didn't even get shot. The bullet actually grazed the inside of his thigh, but the hot lead from the bullet made him scream out in pain because it was so hot. And I know this because the guy that I talked to about it, his son was the EMT driver that actually came to check on the person who was shot at. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy was trying to break into the other dude's car, so, I mean, that's why he was shooting at him. But the point of it is, like, the bullet never even went in and out of his body. The bullet just grazed him, and it was so hot, and it burned so bad that he was screaming. So I'm saying, like, if, if this guy can get shot and grazed and it burns to the point where he's falling on the ground and screaming in pain, then why can't officers fire one shot, one shot a piece, one shot period? You know, fire a shot. See if the guy comes back. The guy didn't have a gun. It'd be different if he had a gun. If he had a gun and he's pointing a gun at your head and you shoot at him, and he keeps walking towards you, then you would shoot again. Then you would shoot again. Then you would shoot again. The guy had a fucking knife. And, you know, it's like, the guy's got a knife. He's coming towards you. If you shoot him in a leg and get him down on one knee, and he can't come after you anymore, he can't come after anybody around him, he can't cause any harm, then leave it at that. 
Take the knife away from the guy, handcuff him, put him in the ambulance, put him in the back of the cop car, take him to the hospital, let him get fixed up, let him get stitches, let him get whatever he's got to get, and like help this guy stay alive and let him deal with whatever he needs to deal with afterwards from his actions. But don't just open fire with two cops, you know, on one person who has a knife. I don't agree with that. Me neither. I don't. So, Wallace's father told police that, you know, he suffered from mental health issues and was on medications. <sighs> We're going to get into that a little bit later on. Like, it's unclear at this point who the two officers are or why they fired so many shots at Wallace. But the police commissioner said that she recognized that the video of the incident raises many questions and that residents have her assurance that those questions will be fully addressed in the investigation. And a question that I would like to know, you know, I would like to know the answer to this question is to why didn't his sister Tell the police when she called 911 that Wallace was mentally unstable. That should have been the first thing she said when she called the police. I was just about to say that would be the first thing I would tell cops. Mm -hmm. Like, why didn't his sister tell him, tell the police that Wallace was mentally unstable? I mean... I mean, would this and could this situation have been handled differently if his sister hadn't called the police? Uh, I mean, you know, and said what she said? I think so. I think, you know, because I, I don't know. I mean, if she tells them that he's mentally unstable, then maybe they can call in somebody else that's a reinforcement, that's a negotiator. Maybe they can call in another unit and just hold him back and off from civilians or whatever the case may be from hurting anybody until somebody gets there with a chance to taser him. Maybe something different could have happened in the point besides letting him just get shot to death in the middle of the fucking street like an animal. So the family's attorney said that they have police that don't know how to handle suspects with mental health problems and that they need the proper training before they should be on the streets doing these things. Okay. That's so, important. They need the proper training. It is important. But it's like, maybe these cops do have the training. Maybe they don't have the training. But how the hell are they supposed to know that the man has a mental health issue like, just by looking at him, you can't tell that. I mean, this is a man whose sister called and said that he just got finished beating up his mother and father and that she needed officers to get there as fast as possible because he's walking around with a knife in his hand. Like, so for me, automatically, if I was a cop and I heard that his sister was in distress... He beat up his mother, he beat up his father, he's walking around with a knife in his hand. Then in my head, you know, I'm I'm going to enter that scene thinking that this guy's got ill intentions. I'm going to think that he's really about to fuck some people up. Like his sister 
kind of did make it sound like in the fucking 911 call that he was about to go on a murdering rampage. You know? And it, it's like, why didn't you tell the police that, like, my brother just beat up my mother and father and he's walking around with a knife in his hand, but he suffers from a mental illness and he has prescription medications to deal with this. And I don't know what's happening right now. I don't know if he ran out of medication. I don't know what the occasion is. But right now, he's dangerous. But he is also mentally unstable and doesn't know what he's doing. She could have easily said that. So right now in Philadelphia, like local store owners, you know, they got to start over again because from the violent riots, you know, many of the stores just got back on their feet from the murder of George Floyd because they rioted and they looted and they broke into a bunch of stores and did a bunch of shit. And now a few months, I mean, this was just a few months ago and you know, the violent mobs who looted and burned their stores down to the ground, like, they just finally got it fixed and up running again. And I just can't help but think that this could have all been avoided if, number one, the police have tasers, which... Improper training. Every motherfucking cop should have tasers. I mean... You don't think one guy could have walked up towards him and got his attention and the other cop could have came up and pepper sprayed him in the eye? Yeah, they could have did that, but they chose not to do that. I mean, they're quick to yank a a woman out of a vehicle. They're quick to shoot a black man. They're quick to shoot a black man. They was quick to pull that woman out of her vehicle. But, I mean, like, why can't they distract somebody and have somebody come from behind and just, like, kick somebody in their nuts? Like, that's going to really effectively stop somebody from doing anything. Because then they're going to be on the ground, and then they're just going to get handcuffed, and, you know, they're not going to do anything back. It's just, like, I'm not understanding why everything that police are teaching their officers has to be shoot to kill. And not shoot to wound, it's shoot to kill. Shoot for center mass. You gotta shoot for center mass because center mass has the most vital organs and you have the best chance to hit the vital organ so the person will bleed out on the spot. That's what they told me. In my classes that I was taking in college, that's what they told me. And I'm sitting here thinking like, damn, what if I don't want to kill a person? I can't just shoot a guy in a leg so he can't run from me anymore. I can't just shoot a guy in an arm so he can't pull a gun on me. Like, I can't do anything like that. But that's the way they're trained. So, this is a sad fact, you guys, but the CBS News analysis said that police in the U.S. have killed at least one black person in every week of 2020 so far. That's a that's a really big statement when you think about it because we are they've been doing it, but we are ten minutes we are ten months into this year. They're just now speaking up about it, but it's it's been going on for generations and generations. It has. This ain't nothing new. It has. I mean, I mean, people that's... are just fed up with the shit. They they wanted to stop because it's not right. 
that's just an unbelievable statistic for me to see. You know, and, and after seeing how much the United States has actually came together so much to stop the violence, as much as we have over the past year. Like, there's been people rioting for Breonna Taylor for the last eight months now, almost. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been people rioting for George Floyd since that happened. There's been people rioting in Alabama since that man was killed. There's been people rioting in Portland for, like, the whole fucking year, as far as I know. And now there's people, you know, rioting again in Philadelphia. Like, you, it, it shouldn't take this many riots, this many loud voices, this many people coming together to put a stop to something that should have been stopped a long-ass time ago. And I'm not sorry to say that. Like, this is bullshit and it needs to stop. And it should have been stopped a long-ass time ago. Period. So, with that being said, that's it here for us tonight at Lips and Hips, guys. As always, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Please be sure to visit Amazon. Search Lips and Hips with a Z, just like it's spelled on our podcast. And purchase one of our Black Lives Matter t-shirts or hoodies to help support the cause. I know we'll be wearing ours. Please, get this out there. Buy these products. Wear these products. Let people know how you feel. Let people know that you support Black Lives. This is an important thing that we're dealing with right now. And it's not going to get fixed unless we fix it. So help us fix it. We've provided it on our Lips and Hips store. we provide it on Amazon. You know, please get something and help us support this cause. Be safe and God bless. God bless.